Michigan State University's new strategic plan articulates a shared vision for the university through the end of the decade. The MSU Strategic Plan 2030, Empowering Excellence, Advancing Equity, Expanding Impact, received the unanimous endorsement of the MSU Board of Trustees. MSU Strategic Plan 2030 identifies goals within six key themes, student success, staff and faculty success, discovery, creativity, and innovation for excellence and global impact, sustainable health, stewardship and sustainability, and diversity, equity, and inclusion. On this edition of MSU Today, we'll be focusing on the staff and faculty success pillar of the plan with its executive sponsors, Provost and Executive Vice President for Academic Affairs, Teresa Woodruff, Executive Vice President for Administration and Chief Information Officer, Melissa Wu, and Executive Vice President for Health Sciences, Dr. Norman Beauchamp. Michigan State University President Samuel L. Stanley, Jr., M.D., says MSU staff and faculty are key assets of the university whose work determines the success of the university, and it's important to find ways to make MSU a place where people want to come to work and achieve their potential. So thank you, Russ. Great to be with you and always to talk about the strategic plan. Um, faculty and staff, of course, are, are absolutely critical to everything we do at MSU. And if you look at what the assets are that we value at the university, we have an amazing physical plant, amazing facilities. Uh, we have incredible students there. They're remarkable. Um, but our outstanding faculty and staff are our, our core assets. And their work uh, really determines the success of the university. And so what I wanted to do in this, we want to do in this part of the plan was really talk about how we help faculty and staff succeed in their important work. How do we, how can we enable them? They have the talent, they have the capabilities, but how do we do what we can to remove barriers and help them fully succeed in what they're trying to do? How do we find avenues for advancement for faculty and staff? How do we help them achieve? How do we help them reach the next goal? So for assistant professors, how do you reach full professor uh, or associate professor first in tenure? Um, for staff, how do you get promoted? How do you move up and ladder? How do you take on more responsibilities? So finding ways to help uh, individuals do this is key to our success at MSU. Finding ways to help them accomplish their research, again, by providing the right support for them is key at MSU. So I think what we'll talk about in this session, and I'm very excited about it, uh, is some of the things we're thinking about in this area, some of the steps we need to take to make MSU a place where people want to come to work want to come to fulfill their dreams and want to come to reach their full potential. Provost Woodruff echoes President Stanley's sentiments that the plan is all about putting MSU's people first. The entire strategic plan is about the people of this institution. Um, There's no part of it that uh, doesn't touch on what we are as um, individuals within this great institution. So Faculty and staff represent the institution. And what we want to do in the strategic plan is really to provide opportunities for every individual to reach their full potential. And in as much as we support the individuals, the institution will rise. So in many ways, the strategic plan contemplates a series of steps that one can imagine are somewhat like leavening that they begin to help each part to contribute then to the overall elevation of the institution. And as long as we put people at the center of everything we do, including our strategic thinking, 
the better MSU will be in the end. And so every part of this plan really is about the people. Wu says the plan is about creating an environment where people can thrive. We can't get things done without great people who understand that we have an environment where they're going to thrive and we need to create conditions where they believe they can do truly meaningful work. Again, we can't achieve our goals and individuals can't achieve their goals without people. We can buy all this stuff, what I call stuff, that we can, but you ultimately have to have people that are truly talented and really want to be here to achieve great things in order to make things work and achieve what we need, where we need to go. Yeah, well, I agree, Russ. Thank you with uh, my esteemed colleagues, to be certain. And, uh, you know, I think it's, you know, to be successful, it is. It's about the people in the mission. We need an environment that supports and empowers the goals of people that choose to make MSU the place where they work, learn, and practice. Wu adds that inclusivity is key to the plan. We are working very hard to create an inclusive environment, one that is truly inclusive of diverse voices. I think we are really starting to excel in this area, particularly with the onboarding of our first chief diversity officer, as well as an awareness of the need for inclusivity and diversity. We can see this in the diversity, equity, and inclusion strategic plan, We can see it in all of the efforts across the entire university. It's all of us together working towards creating this inclusive environment. I think this is where we excel and we are getting even better. Beauchamp adds that accountability is also key to the plan. I would say we excel in having a community that cares. You know, in those difficult moments, what I've been struck by is how the MSU community comes together uh, to be intentional in solving those those challenges. And and I would say that we're also excelling in uh, having a culture of accountability. Uh, Again, as as we've discussed, it's something that we have to do better and and, uh, the strategic plan gets at that, but we have to be accountable to all of those that come to us uh, and search of of help uh, or goal attainment. We think of spirals of excellence in the specific areas of of work. And as we think about people, one of the things uh, I uh, have said and believe uh, Michigan State has a very high excellence to humility ratio. The, The humility of this place is just extraordinary. So one of the things that we collectively have tried to do is really spotlight um, the excellence of individuals, faculty, academic staff, or staff, and uh, we know that uh, of this excellence because of our rankings. Uh, we're a member of the great AAU, uh, the Association for American Universities, because of our great people uh, across this institution. And of course, the AAU um, is um, what is widely regarded as the most Im- important metric for research intensive institutions across uh, North America. And there are a number of other rankings that represent this uh, kind of spiral of excellence. Um, So what we want to do is really spotlight that excellence uh, through the strategic plan, developing a portfolio for honorifics, uh, both for individuals as well as for the institution. uh, And um, uh, we can uh, hopefully then enable every one of the individuals within the organization to be able to not only achieve that which is good for them, but also to be able to let the world know what they're doing. I think in the context of the strategic plan as well, 
each one of our offices is working to enable a new generation of work that continues to, again, uh, help to elevate each one of our folks. And I think of the Office of Faculty and Academic Staff Development. Um, we've started a new dean school uh, in order to orient um, both our new and, and interim deans to really some of the core aspects of what we're doing to build community, uh, not just the administrative work or the disciplinary depth, but really thinking about effective team building, equitable budgeting, evaluating faculty and staff in ways that help them to succeed. And these are really specific areas that we've been honing in on. Uh, creating and sustaining a respectful work environment uh, series that we've been developing and that's across um, our offices, human resources, the Office for Institutional Equity and the RBSM team. So really, again, trying to think very holistically about how we build competencies in order to enable the institution made up of excellent people to be able to thrive. And then we actually are able to both um, spotlight them and, uh, and a great institution. So all of those are opportunities for focused engagement that uh, within a learning community and a research community, I think can build uh, the best MSU we can be. I think another thing that we do is we collaborate well because of the, the ratio that uh, Teresa provided, right? Humility to excellence is the barriers to collaboration here are incredibly low. And an aphorism I like, Helen Keller said, alone I can do so little together, we can do so much. And when we think about staff and faculty success, helping it not feel like this solo journey, but that there's a community that is willing and enthusiastic to partner. And I think those low barriers to collaboration are defining for MSU. What key goals does the strategic plan identify for staff and faculty success? Well, you know, it, it identifies key goals and metrics, but even before I start that, and I think my colleagues will agree that part of what the strategic plan, it's, it's, a, it's a living document. It is an ethos for how we all lean into developing that environment in which excellence and opportunity naturally thrive. And if we create that environment holistically, we will attract and keep talent to continue to create the conditions where faculty and staff can do their best work, both individually, autonomously, as well as collectively. So more to your specific point, one of the things we want to do is really, we want to actively seek recognition for the excellence and innovation that this culture cultivates, that this fosters. And if we do that, we think we can increase faculty and staff external awards year on year, perhaps by 10 or 15 or even more percent. And these are the kinds of both research awards, career grants, NSF grants, um, you know, foundation awards, the Kellogg Foundation, uh, as well as the honorifics. We really have a, a great deal of um, faculty who should be recipients of prestigious uh, academic awards, National Academy members, et cetera, membership, et cetera. So our goal really is to support each individual towards kind of creating that kind of workplace that advances every individual, every voice, and um, with a few metrics of some number of increase every year, again, I think that that will be the byproduct of the excellence we create will be the recognition that is one. I think among the key goals of the strategic plan for staff and faculty success include supporting their career development, mm -hmm. and perhaps most importantly, their well-being. So we really want to support the well-being of our staff, 
our faculty, academic staff, and of course our postdoctoral associates so we can focus on creating a best-in-class workplace culture. As, as we help the excellence at MSU be recognized, and I really like that this initiative, that in turn brings more resources and opportunities. And as we look at the scope and scale of the need and the urgency in our nation, our ability to draw attention to the excellence that exists here in ways that are magnetic for more to join, resources to come is, is a critical part of, of this effort. With faculty representing so many different disciplines and the wide variety of roles for support staff, what does it take to make MSU a workplace of choice? It means we empower everyone to be engaged in a community that's inclusive and equitable. It's, it is cultivating caring and accountable leadership, and it's a culture that's transparent, open, trusting, and safe. And it, it's really listening so that we understand the goals of the individuals and ensuring that there's ways for everyone to contribute and to really recognize and embrace their goals and be responsive to the challenges that are faced um, at an individual and a unit level. What it'll take to make MSU a workplace of choice is to provide an environment where people feel they can do meaningful work without limitation. That can include providing a flexible work environment, whether it is to identify those roles that can work from other sites or perhaps at different times of the day than we're used to. I mean, we need to look to see what roles can actually work more flexibly so they can do meaningful work on the time frame that they are able to provide that work. It means providing support for caregivers. It means making sure that we're inclusive of diverse voices and continuing to advance our DEI efforts. It's also taking the lessons that we've learned from the pandemic. We have learned different ways to work in many cases much more efficiently and effectively, and that will help create this workplace of choice where people feel they can do their best work. Well, and Melissa and Norm have said it so well, so um, I, I echo everything they said and also um, uh, really think about the ways in which our um, university policies and procedures and practices uh, can enable um, that good work. And we have to continue to engage in participatory engagement in each of those parts of what we think are ossified in some uh, stone somewhere that tells us exactly what to do. We are an organization that uh, values listening, as was said earlier, and uh, allowing people to be part of the discussion, I think, is important while developing a an environment in which learning can play, take place. All of our work is to develop the right kind of scholarship in uh, conjunction with the learning that happens for 50,000 students uh, at this institution. So providing educators with access to professional development necessary to feel comfortable and confident in this space to create evidence-based learning experiences through all modes of instruction, something that the three of us are really working in different ways. There are different ways in which a clinician, a, a budding clinician will learn their practice versus someone who is in a performance space or someone who is in the scientific discipline or someone who is in computer science. So really understanding the plurality of the way we teach of the way we learn and the way the staff enables all of this to take place 
is something that I think really creates a context for improving campus culture while remaining firm in the goals and ambition of a learning community. You know, this pillar seems like an area where faculty and staff would have a lot to contribute. How might you plan to engage staff and faculty in contributing to a dialogue as this area develops? What we've done in the office of the provost is, is to really engage faculty, academic staff, students on as many committees so that the voices are part of our dialogue. We have summits with our leadership, with the deans and with the assistant and associate provosts. And we've really done an environmental or landscape analysis to really understand how people see the strategic plan playing out in their lives. So really trying to gather as much ongoing input as much as we had input to the strategic plan. It really was an extraordinary thing for this president to say, we are going to move ahead with the development of a strategic plan that invites all voices during a time of transition that the COVID context that we had not seen before at a time when the organization was changing its top level management in real time. So that extraordinary level of leadership led to an exceptional level of engagement in thinking about our aspirations. I think we have to keep those principles in mind as we move into this uh, next stage of, of implementation and encouraging everyone to continue to contribute in a living way to that ultimate set of goals that will be adjusted just as um, you know, our teaching is never the same. What we learn is always developing because of the way we do our research. I think we have to think about the strategic plan in that same way. And so we've invited dialogue in diversity, equity, and inclusion, and thinking about advancing social justice and connecting all of the pillars through promoting inclusion to each of the problem sets that uh, the, the provost office is engaged in and really thinking about intentionally shifting our culture, not thinking about this as something that is passive, but that there is an intentionality uh, there. And um, I think that in, in as much as we continue to have feedback, campus-wide engagement, we have a high impact document that is foundational, we, I think, will be able to continue to develop um, strategies going forward that will be the all souls approach that everyone in this institution is part of the success of this institution. And, and that's how I think um, we'll continue to have the best outcomes because all of us have been involved. As the three of us are the executive sponsors of this theme, we will be collaborating with each other and of course among all of our key audiences and stakeholders that we serve as we move through the implementation of this initiatives. We would be working together to make sure that we've identified strategies and implementation and prioritize the different initiatives as we move forward. And of course, we'll be consistently communicating our progress to the campus community and make sure that we incorporate feedback from the campus community as well. And I think making sure that we recognize that there are barriers to voices and so creating multiple ways that people can have input, whether that's town halls, surveys, 
we incorporated something called rounding for outcomes where you go to where people work and find out, you know, what are the barriers to what they're trying to accomplish and, and how can we help? And so part of what we are building in and will incorporate into this is just multiple avenues to, to receive the guidance. So this isn't a top down, but it's really the voices of the people that are accomplishing the mission. My hope is that through this process that I hope is transparent, we, we gather further momentum. That's a word, Norm, that we've been using a couple of times in the last uh, week. We are not stuck in a moment. We are part of a trajectory. And that trajectory can be up or down. It can be fast or slow. And I feel that we're really on an upward march that has pace. And that's because people are involving themselves in every aspect of this. And to again, echo Norm, this is not top down. This is, this is all of us. And that represents the best input towards what I think will be an extraordinary output. And I can't wait for 2030 to look back and see what we've accomplished. <laughs> that's really well said. <laughs> You know, we probably, Russ, should add, you know, just the use of the term shared governance, right? Because that is essentially what this is, right? Uh, it's a, the strategic plan can serve as in the way that we'll proceed is really a structure and process for partnership, accountability, ownership, right? It, it, it helps make these decisions be connected to the individuals who are so central to operationalizing the decisions. And that we're really committed, but has been clear um, with Melissa in her role, Teresa as the provost, Sam and uh, his, is that commitment uh, to shared governance. And I, I'm really proud of all of the efforts to roll up sleeves together that I've seen over the, the last three years from the EVPA, the president uh, and the provost. It's just been fun to be a part of and to, to see that as as shared governance is engaged, the enthusiasm that you see from the faculty, students, and staff uh, when their voices are heard. This is MSU's time. There is no better time to be moving <laughs> forward, really putting effort and engaging in implementation of the strategic plan and truly focusing on the success of our staff and faculty. Let's do it. On this edition of MSU Today, we've been talking about the staff and faculty success pillar of MSU Strategic Plan 2030, empowering excellence, advancing equity, expanding impact. With the executive sponsors of the pillar, Provost and Executive Vice President for Academic Affairs, Teresa Woodruff, Executive Vice President for Administration and Chief Information Officer, Melissa Wu, and Executive Vice President for Health Sciences, Dr. Norman Beauchamp. Read and learn more about the plan at strategicplan.msu.edu. I'm Russ White for MSU Today.